mama, hey I'm glad to see you here with me I know it gets rough, please don't give up Today we gon' shake off all that weight Put your head up high, crown to the sky Walk in my face, and up by sight Take my hand and hold it tight Those cloudy days, kiss the goodbye So hey mama, hey mama, hey Glowing even through the rain I promise you'll see better days All you need is a little faith Take my hand and we'll have a dance Just some laugh with friends And we'll ride into the very end Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the My Sister Slow Podcast I am so excited, y'all This is season four And I promise y'all I'm bringing the heat Like never before Like we done done a lot of things on this show But I am bringing the heat And I'm super excited to be sitting here with uh the spiritual gangster herself. That's what I call her. <laughs> I call her a spiritual gangster, y'all, because after this episode, when you follow her on her uh, Instagram, if you listen to her podcast, you know she is about her father's business. And y'all already know we do all things faith, all things motherhood, all things mental health. So I had to get somebody in this seat that I know would be just spirit. So without further ado, Please meet the prayer princess herself, Miss Latina. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It is an honor to serve your Sisters Glow podcast audience. And so I am so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. So I know who you are. I know why I love you so much and why I just (laughs) am a huge fan. But can you please introduce yourself to the ladies that might be listening to this about who you are, uh, you know, a little bit about the podcast and what you stand for? Sure. Uh, My name is Tina, for those that don't know me. Um, And I host a podcast as well called Flawed and Free Podcast. And I have a ministry, a deliverance and healing ministry um, through Flawed and Free. And so with Flawed and Free, we actually meet the woman in the wilderness. We meet the woman and stuck in the middle mindset of their mind. Mm. And those that have escaped the flaws of their past. So they've left Egypt and they're no longer in the place where they are bound, but they're on the journey towards the promised land. And so sometimes people along that journey, just as the children of Israel, they got stuck, right? They got stuck. What was supposed to be an 11 day journey actually turned into what, 40 years. And so a lot was due to disobedience and a number of other things, but God was with them all the way through. He was with them, right? He's a pillar of a cloud by day and fire by night as God is with all of us along our paths to purpose, along our journeys to the promised land. And so I meet that woman in the middle, the woman that's spiritually stagnant, the woman that is oppressed, and the woman that is trying to go from their now space to their next space. And so my ministry focuses on spiritual warfare and deliverance, because 
this is one of the most important parts of being um, going from your current state and space um, and mindset into where God is calling you into because God has created us and known us far before we even knew ourselves. And so he knows the plan. He knows the way. And so I teach and equip and train people with how to find themselves in this space and how to move forward. So I have many arms in the ministry. Um, (laughs) I am whoever God wants me to be at whatever time he wants me to be that. So I am a mother. I am a a, a spiritual midwife. I function as a spiritual midwife. Ooh, I love um, that. I am. Yes, I, I'm I a prophetic it. intercessor. So God has gifted me in the area of prayer um, as a princess, you know, warrior, as a, as a <laughs> warrior of prayer. Um, and so I, again, like I said, I deliver, um, I, I'm a deliverance minister, so I cast out demons, um, and that sort of thing. So whatever God wants me to be, I make sure that I'm available and flexible to the move of God. So, you know, titles in my opinion are so limiting, um, Mm -hmm. because we have so many functions in the body. Um, so just giving ourselves just one prophet is, or this or that doesn't make you any less what he's called you to be. Um, But I just love being a servant above all. So I think the best way to describe who I am in the spirit um, is a servant leader. And I just love serving him and his people. I love it. I love it. I love it. That spiritual midwife still got me like, (laughs) yeah, they got to see for themselves. I can't, you know, they gonna have to just see the experience themselves you know so I want to kind of take like you know I want to pivot off of your introduction you were saying like that woman in transition is what I kept hearing that in between for she know enough to know that she's supposed to be here but she's not exactly there yet right right so um I feel like a lot of my audience is in that place like they listen to this show because they know they want to grow they want to be in a different place I always say we know we want to be better, but actually doing better, yeah, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Right. So can you talk to me like, or talk to our audience, excuse me, about um, the importance of a mother, especially, you know, speaking directly to mothers, um, getting that deliverance that they need, you know, just as a person. Um, so are you speaking to the children getting deliverance or the mother? Um, I want to do both of them. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so we can start with the moms first, if that's easy, and then move down to the, the children. Is that sounds like a plan? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Because um, it can be a challenge to have one without the other, right? It's possible, right? It's possible for you to be delivered and your children to still be bound. It's possible for them to get delivered and you, you know, vice versa. But um, I do recall a season of my life um, as I was seeking the source, as I was seeking Holy Spirit and um, the will of God for my life completely, no longer straddling the fence. 
um, mm-hmm. and no longer living in a lukewarm state. And that is this place. That's this place I'm talking about, right? Where you went from you're saved, you've received salvation, right? You may you may be still a new convert on the on the journey, or you may be a little further along on the spiritual spectrum. However, there is a refining season. There's a purification season as you are moving towards the the um purpose of sanctification and so over this time there is a period or a season or maybe many seasons where you'll need to go through some deliverance and then once you've gone through deliverance there's another uh Mm -hmm. piece to the process of healing which is separate from deliverance so you have you know actual healing of infirmities sickness and disease, and then you have inner healing. And so a lot of times this is all progressional and this is all a part of the process. It doesn't happen all at once. It can, there are portions of these things, sanctification and the purification and refining process that can happen simultaneously simultaneously. But Mm -hmm. there are seasons that maybe you will spend a little longer in the area of deliverance, etc. So I remember my seasons, because I've had many seasons of deliverance still to this very day, um, as a deliverance minister, um, still for my mental health, for my spiritual health, um, still going through deliverance with Holy Spirit. Um, Even though I may be perceived as arrived and delivering a others, right? (laughs) Um, There are still, I'm still in the flesh and I still have to feed my spirit. And so I remember when the Lord said, get your house in order get your house in order. And at the time I thought I, I understood the direction, but didn't understand fully until I started to walk it out. And when he told me to get my house in order, he started speaking to me about um, my mental state and the assignment for myself, because we're talking about mom now, right? Talking about me, um, so that I could assist them with Ooh. what he was calling them to do and to be. And so he started to deal with me first. And in this season, I began to really pray and seek God for the plan, for the vision. And as I began to do that, he began to open up um, and pour out more of those plans for my life. And I got, I was receiving deliverance in this season. And so I didn't even know really, to be honest, it had a name. I'd heard pastors and preachers and read in the Bible about deliver me, oh God. And, you know, (laughs) oh, I've been delivered. You know, Mm -hmm. people, you know, there was a, there was a funny guy on, on, on TV or on, on the internet, one guy, I believe he was claiming to be delivered from his homosexual lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember yeah. what was his name, the little light um, skin cat. Yeah, Andrew, I, something. I forget his yeah, name. Yeah, he was like, I've been delivered. I've yeah. been delivered. I'm not gay no more. I'm not gay no more. Right. Yeah. And everybody laughed and thought it was funny. Right. And some still didn't even understand what it really was, like what that really meant um, to get delivered. And so um, the Lord, the more I sought his hand, the more I sought his heart for the plan, he began to deliver me. And so I remember these moments and periods of um, deliverance with Holy Spirit. Mm 
And with that deliverance came clarity. And Mm. once I received, I could see, I could hear Mm. better. I could, I could process those things that were happening around me. And then he was able to help me with the kids. Yes. So, I, well, that's the episode, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a process. <laughs> there is I'm, a process. And I, I could like explain you. more about the kids, but yeah, no, just let I, me know. I, I would, I like that. Okay, so let me jump in real quick. I like okay. that you, um, said that it's a process that it is not a thing of I think that I don't know I I feel like maybe the way our society thinks things to us we always think that there has to be like a point of like arrival like okay I did my work I'm done so y'all need to get y'all stuff together because I'm already sick like I'm good yeah and um I'm glad that you you pointed that out though because it is such a journey you know like we are as long as we're alive I tell my children it's lifelong lifelong you're just going to keep doing it. You know what I mean? Like glory to glory. You know what I mean? Like you're going to grow. And like, in order to do that, you have to, you said clarity. I literally like envision like, you know, just like a house with like junk in it. And like, that's kind of like what deliverance, when I think of deliverance is, it's like cleaning out that junk. Cause like, how are you going to put new furniture in like a dirty house? Like, come on. Yes. We could, but you probably gonna have bed bugs in your furniture. It's going to be kind of crazy. Like don't do that. And so um, I, I like that you said that because specifically when it comes to mothers, I believe that every mother listening has the heart to want to do something different for her children. I believe that yes. every generation, we're trying to do something better because our mothers did the best that they could. Yes. But, you know, we learn from that. But if we are teaching them and raising them from an unhealed place, from mm. an unpurified place, we're going to yield those same results, right? That's like, I don't right. Care how much we try, like we're coming from that same place. We're coming from that. It's rooted in, in bitterness. It's rooted in, in, in tragedy, trauma, whatever. And we're wondering why we're seeing these things throughout the generations. We talk about that yes. a lot with mental health. Like you'll see some families where like the whole, it seems like the whole family are all alcoholics yes. or all, all drug addicts. And I'm like, yes. coincidence? generational curses it's generational yes Mm -hmm. so thank you for for clarifying that for our mothers because I believe that a lot of moms also have their perspective of I'm gonna take care of the kids first and and then if there's time left I'll take care of me Mm -hmm. but like it put from the head down you know what I mean and like a mother is over top of her children that's right y'all heard it here okay get yourself right because then it impacts the kids so when it comes to um deliverance for our children you know I I don't know that I've ever done deliverance with my children I'm being honest like Mm -hmm. I got this joke with my family I'm like this is the most saved I've ever been I'm new here I'm figuring it out yes so can you can you talk to us about that like what, what is the importance of delivering your, your children are take, walking them through deliverance. Sure. Um, before I step into, into that realm of the question, real quickly, I want to point out that when you are preparing yourself to be and position yourself, right, to be mm-hmm. available to the move of God, it's okay to be where you are. 
even though you're trying to get somewhere else, right? Until you meet and or beat the position where you're at with Holy Spirit, right? We do nothing without him. But until you've learned the lesson from where you currently are in the current space, you can't move ahead to not only help yourself Mm. or anyone else. And so I think sometimes we're looking so far ahead, right? That we miss where we are. And so in the present state, wherever you are on, and I call it the spiritual spectrum. If you listen to my podcast, I call it the spiritual spectrum. And so we Mm -hmm. see people in other spaces, but God will move you from one to the next, right? With his help, not alone. So we have to tap into the might and the power of God. We have to tap in to, okay, God, where am I? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to be? Help me Mm -hmm. get there. So as you move from glory to glory, he will give you the tools that you need to go from one space to the next space. And so sometimes we're trying to go and thrive and move in territories and places we have not been trained up in yet. So you have to surrender your current state of mind and your current space to allow God to deal with you in that space. And then you can pass the test, right? Because there's tests. There are tests coming. There are tests to see, okay, where are you? Can I move you ahead? Can I promote you? Can I put you in? Can I trust you in the next space? Are you, you know, to make sure that you're not going to bleed out on your kids or anyone else. Mm -hmm. And I recall that this space was the one where I said, I want to be a better friend. I want to be a better mother. I want to be, and I wanted to be a bunch of things all at one time. I wanted to be a business owner. I wanted to climb the corporate ladder. I wanted to be a better mother. I wanted to Mm -hmm. be a better friend. I wanted to be the best business owner I could be. And I was trying to do it all at one time, right? All at one time. But if you allow God to shift the focus and to prioritize your, 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 your thoughts, your mindsets, and those things, then you can be in the right posture to receive those things from God that you need to be built yeah. up, to be trained and equipped for that season before he moves you on to the next. So yeah. I just wanted to um, just really kind of close that out to explain, you know, uh, before we get into the kids or anything beyond that, this space is important. Take care of this space, no matter how long it's taking or what it looks like, or if it looks mm-hmm. like maybe your sister in Christ that started your journey with you has moved ahead of you quicker, right? Or or whatever, just continue mm-hmm. to walk at the pace that God is calling you to walk. And it's not a race. Right. It's not a race. God is a he is a respecter of time. He's not a respecter of time, but he can accelerate time. He can slow time down. He has all power in his hands. And so we look at the natural minds or states state of being. We look at the natural thing like I'm this many years old. I've been Mm -hmm. doing this for six months. I've been still working on this for the last year and I'm still in the same space. Right. And we get frustrated and we stop. 
or we get frustrated and we're like, I'm never going to be able to help my kids. I'm never going to be able to do this within this business Mm -hmm. that God's called me to do because I'm still working on me. I'm still here. Right. And we get frustrated in the process. So I just wanted to, to, to make sure your audience understands to God, give yourself grace. God will give you grace and then just align your mind and your timeline to the move and the timeline of God. Um, As we enter into the question at hand with how we help our children, this is important, being completely healed, right? And mind you, there may be areas you're still working on, right? Because we've Mm -hmm. never fully arrived. It's a lifelong process. But being in position to assist your, your children. So God has, has, put you in the place to be their spiritual guardians. And so though he's given them to you naturally to birth them in the world, we have to remember that we're spirit beings first and we're spirit beings in our body. And so Jeremiah one and five says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And so this is Jeremiah one and five. This is for every single being in the earth. We were once spirits before we were placed in our bodies, before we were placed in our mother's womb, we were a spirit first. There was a discussion in heaven with the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, and God, our righteous judge. And the Trinity had a whole discussion about you, Alicia, about me, Latina, Mm -hmm. and about all of you that are listening. That's how special you are to God. And the same is so for your children. The same is so. The same discussion was had. And he knew them and he created them as he created you for a purpose. But he actually put you in position Alicia and listeners as a as a guardian he gave them to you to steward so just as we bring our children in the world and we say that's my child that's my that's my daughter that's my son that's mine I'm gonna stick beside them that's mine we have to remember that they belong to God and I I believe that over time I had to to I had to not unlearn because they do belong to me. God gave them to me, but God gave them to me as their spiritual guardian. They're his first. Once you start to really understand that fully, I belong to him and my children belong to him. You'll start to move a little different. You'll start to move different because it's like, oh, this is a gift from God, but they don't just belong to me. When I need help with them, when I need directions and guidance with something they're dealing with or struggling with, whether it be deliverance or any part of deliverance, that just as we go to God, For Mm -hmm. ourselves, we must posture ourselves as parents to go before God with the plan for the children. And so that's what you do, right? I, I started going to God once I was in a place where I was comfortable with what is the plan for my child, God, right? Not just what I think the plan is, 
What is your plan for them? Because you have a purpose for them. And so God began to show me their gifts. God began to reveal to me and, 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 and started to show me how to stir up their gifts, how to activate their gifts in the natural, because now I'm partnering with him for the perfect will of God for the lives of my children. And so along this journey came deliverance Mm -hmm. and he started to show me the areas of oppression. He started to show me the areas in which they were, they were bound. And I began to discern as God started to activate the gift of um, discerning of spirits. Mm -hmm. I would be speaking and talking to my children and I started to see them. I started to hear them. He began to explain and show me um, the general generational curses in the bloodline that they automatically received, whether it was from me or from their father, that Mm -hmm. he began to show me where the doors were open, where I received deliverance and cleansing and healing in an area where they needed to come into agreement as well. So Mm -hmm. I have three children. Um, and one is, uh, my oldest is 22 going on 23. My middle child is turning 17 in less than a week on Saturday, Friday, Friday, she'll be 17 (laughs) on Friday. And then my youngest child who is 11. And so, um, they've seen me at different points of my life. Of course, the oldest, you know, he, he girl, he got the, he got the old and and now he getting the new and he trying to figure out the new still. Right. (laughs) And so so the the last two have seen more of the transition and the transformation of God, um, Mm -hmm. in the area of deliverance. And so, um, I have delivered my children as he has trusted me as their spiritual guardian. But the key to that is giving them back to him, giving them back to him and letting him do the same work in them that he's done in you. That's the key. I love that. You I was over here taking notes, y'all. I don't, you know, they can't see, but I'm like looking at <laughs> taking notes. I'm taking notes for the podcast notes, but also like notes itself because like yes, I, come back to that. I love the the thing that that really I can't even pick one thing. If I had to pick one thing that really okay. like, stuck out to me that I love what you said. So a lot of my audience. Um, based off of the surveys I've done, the majority of my audience um, is for, are single mothers. And so mm. I remember when I was a single mother and feeling like it's just me and my, I'm doing, and I would say it, you know what I mean? Like, let's be honest, like when the kids live with you and you're the one that's doing the day to day, as a single mother, we often will say things like, I'm raising these kids by myself. I'm doing it by myself. I'm the only one going to school functions I'm the only one doing this and that because in the natural it might seem like we're the only one showing up but what I heard you say this is how I interpret it we should be co-parenting with God because they are that's it hey hey hey. so I want to I want to say that to to the ladies who are my ladies in waiting right like stop don't even call yourself a single mother anymore don't even no no more don't even 
embrace the title no you don't no don't because and I feel like there's so much shame to that title I don't want to get us off topic but I feel like it's I got it um, (laughs) it's so much shame to that title and um it is so much that goes with it that makes us feel a sense of like having to have it all together having to be arrived feeling like we got to put the kids first ourselves last and then like not going to the very person that created them about we'll go to God about our business we'll go to God about our finances we'll go to God (laughs) about our love life God is just my husband you sure I know he was triple last we'll go to him about all those things but like when we ask God like yeah listen what's up with these kids you sent down here for me to raise because I don't I I, that's and I talk, that's how I talk to the guy, y'all. You know, he, I like to sound from the west side of heaven. So, you know, he, um, you know, it's a special place to have for people like me. But he understands that. So I ask that sometimes. I'm like, God, what's up with your kids? When my daughters are having a rough day, what's up with your kids now? Because they wilding down here and I need some help. But in all seriousness, we go to God about everything else. And, and I'm, I'm only assuming maybe the mothers listening to this have done this, but I know for myself, I just recently, within the last couple of months, got into a habit of asking God to help me how to deal with my kids' personalities to help me mm-hmm. understand what seems like mood swings. Like, is there something else going on? Am I missing something? Um, my oldest daughter recently, she's got really into music. Like, she asked me for a ukulele for her birthday. And I'm like, sis, what? <laughs> you just, you just want stuff now, you know? But then, you know, like, I prayed or whatever, and God told me to, like, anoint her hands and to anoint her ears for musical inclination. So I was like, oh, my, I owe an apology. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, sis. That's right. You know, I, I thought you just was wanting stuff. Because she's still a that's kid, too, right. you know. So that they do that's want that right. sometimes. But because of that, you know, she was able to tell me last Ooh, week. Thank after, you for your obedience. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Like, I'm glad that I'm yeah, in this yeah. place. But like after that, she was able to tell me. She was like, "Mommy, I, I." She just kept saying, she was, "She's nine. She's like, "Mommy, I don't know. I just know that I like it. I just know that I like music." So she's wow. now in the band at her school, and she's playing the clarinet. And at church on Sunday, she started messing on the drums. And out of typical mom response, "Girl, get off them drums! You should be turning them drums up because I ain't one of a place to drums for the church." Right. And my pastor, right as you so my parents like but they got on like you know the musicians at the church and the pastor they were like no let her go them and they legit said to me i word for word like you don't know what god is doing you let her know. go so i was oh, like geez, all right I, I just pray you know break nothing but if she do god has given us the money to pay for it <laughs> so in that's, jesus that's name it. Yeah, but I, I love that you said that because I, I hope that the mothers listening are encouraged that it might feel like you're alone and it might just be doing your children in the household and the natural and it might feel like, even for people with older kids, I have young kids, their ages, are, she's about to be 10 and my youngest is four, but for those who are raising like teenagers, I haven't raised teenagers yet, but I've been told it's a trying time. So Interesting. It's an interesting time, you know, it's a different time. It's interesting, yeah. so, you know, but as a therapist, I work with a lot of kids in middle school where they're going, they're trying to figure out 
so much at that time in their lives as kids and as the parents, we're trying to figure it out too. So I hope that, you know, uh, what Tina said really encouraged you ladies that are listening because you're not in it by yourself and you don't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, can we, can we go back That's to that? Right. Like, you don't yeah. have to have it all together. It, what I got is basically, you just got to have a surrendered heart, a surrendered mind yes. to God. And like, I feel like God want to do the hard work for us. Like he, yes, wants, he does. Like he really, really wants to show up and be God, but I always say that God's a gentleman, you know, like he's not going like yes, I love it. I bet you don't want me cool, but you know, you should, you know. So you in the vein, Alicia. You are yeah. in the vein. I'm sorry, I'm excited, y'all. I don't know. Um, I know this supposed to be for y'all, but I don't got a lot over here too. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting fed. I'm getting fed. Yeah, okay, so um uh, and pivoting, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you've given us a lot um, to chew on for spiritually. So for a mother who is trying, like now she gets it, right? She knows that, okay, I need Got to you. work on myself. I need to surrender myself. I know that I need to present these children back to God. Practically day to day, what does this look like for a mom who is, she's working towards this place? Sure. This is a good one. Um, again, I believe because I can, I have multiple children um, and different ages, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, they needed different things at different times and different seasons. And so there's no one size fits all. There's no one size fits all. And sometimes I know it can be a challenge if you do perceive yourself to be single. I have a t-shirt actually on my um, website um, that says single, but never alone. And that was actually speaking. Yes, it was actually Mm -hmm. speaking to, um, to partnering with God and the rearing and the raising of my children. And it was what I heard him tell me um, to stop embracing that title. I'm doing this by myself. I'm doing this by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm a single mom, but I'm never alone. And so then now I have these children that are, you talk about different ends of the spectrum, right? I spaced them out. And so (laughs) I have one that's here and then I got one that's here and they're all at different milestones. And Mm -hmm. now I'm taking that back to God. And I'm like, you know, God, now what, how do I meet them in all these different spaces when it's just me, one physical being in one physical body. And so God then began to give me um, insight and prayer. And so I started praying with them collectively and I started praying individually. And Mm -hmm. so I started to share my prayer space with my children. I started to share that, that space with them. And I started to, I would do it together as a family. So on Sundays, generally we would get together, right? We would come together and I started um, teaching and training them as the Holy Spirit led me in the word of God. And I started having them to, I wasn't giving them scripture, I was having them find their own individual scriptures that met their needs. 
All right, y'all, that seemed like a really good stopping point. I hope y'all are enjoying the interview thus far. I wanted to cut it in half because Latina gives so much valuable information in these interviews, y'all, that I just needed y'all to have time to digest. Do me a favor. If you are not already on my email list, please check the description in YouTube or on the show notes from whatever podcast host you're listening to. I have a big announcement coming out on the podcast on Wednesday. That's right. We get a bonus episode this Wednesday and I'm going to be announcing something huge. However, my email listeners will get the news first because they're my email listeners. So uh, join the email list for me, guys, so that way you guys don't miss anything. And please check out Latina's info. It is going to be in the description and the show notes as well. Also, just a little PSA, please excuse the audio. Um, Latina's audio is really clear in this uh, interview. However, mine was a little off for whatever reason. So... Yeah, I'm not sure how that happened, but it did. So please forgive me and bear with me. But until then, guys, again, check out the email list. Big announcement on Wednesday. Email listeners will get it. Email listeners. The people on the email list will get it first. And until then, I'll see you guys next week. Peace.